0: podcast, featuring Jamie, Mike, and Steve. And we are live back here on the Nothing But Net podcast. I'm your host, S.Dot. It has only been a more drama-filled playoffs. Uh, we have injuries to superstars, continuing suspensions being handed out for a couple of coaching changes as well. Michael, how are you enjoying the playoffs so far, and how are you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty well, and yeah, I am enjoying the playoffs. Um, would like it a little more if we could see some of these stars play a little more due to injuries, rest or whatever it may be, but... Um, you know, it is what it is. But overall, yeah, we've had some good games, some some good individual uh, performances as well. So it's been good.
0: Jamie, how you doing, my guy?
2: I am doing well. It's good to be here, fellas. Um, another wild, uh, wild playoff basketball. A couple of games. Um, weirdly, a lot of um, a lot of people getting hit in the nuts lately. I don't know what the hell is going on.
0: Um, but that needs to freaking
2: stop. Uh,
0: but yeah, ready to talk some ball. Yeah, definitely have had some uh, groin shots. Some guys have been suspended. Some guys have been ejected. And some guys have only gotten a flagrant foul. Uh, it's definitely been a gray area for the NBA. Um, it's. I don't know that I love that it's a different result every time. Like I think there needs to be something in the book where it's black and white and not gray. Um, because it's you know some of these ejections and suspensions are potentially changing series. But before we get into the playoff stuff, um, we're going to start with the news that we got earlier, or not even earlier in the week, just a couple of days ago. Nick Nurse has been fired as the head coach of the Toronto Raptors. Don't forget he is the only champion or the only coach to win a championship in Toronto. Jamie, what were your thoughts when the Woj bomb dropped that they were relieving him relieving him of his duties? Yeah, I was uh,
2: honestly uh a little surprised. Um you know, he's done a damn good job since he's got there and um you know, we've talked all year about the the mess kind of that's going on in Toronto whether they want to trade guys or keep guys and develop guys. It's, you know, it's uh it's unfortunate that Nick Nurse caught the, the bad end of it. Um but I'm sure he will have a job um sooner rather than later great basketball mind
0: yeah i'm a huge i'm a huge nick nurse guy they've obviously had a tough year i think the tough year comes from the expectations that were being put on them in the preseason everyone thought this was probably a top five seed in the east and obviously before the year when we were looking at the east they it was very tough to be a top five team in the east mike um what are your thoughts about nick nurse being fired my,
1: I was surprised, kind of like Jamie said, my initial thought went back to Dwayne Casey. Was it not him and the Raptors where he gets fired after winning coach of the year, right? Um, yeah, that's correct. Yep. And so I, I would have expected Toronto to make some changes. I just didn't think it would be with Nick Nurse. I would have figured it, uh, you know, at trade deadline players. And I, I know they did make a trade, but... um. You know, I would have thought it was more of the player uh, realignment rather than the coaching route. But Jamie's right. Uh, Nick Nurse will not be uh, on the market long. He'll find a landing spot, no doubt.
0: Yeah, keep an eye on the Cavs, hopefully, if they have a coaching opening. Oh, that's something we'll get into. Um, and then on the other side, we have Ime Udoka. This uh, guy brought the Celtics to the finals just a year ago, obviously had an issue in the offseason that suspended him from the year. Uh the decision came down from the Boston Celtics. It wasn't necessarily a league thing. Um, they bring in Missoula, he is now the full time guy. Ime Udoka gets his job, Mike. What do you think about him going to this Houston team? Does it make sense to you or um is Houston kind of ahead of themselves? They see themselves kind of further down the line than what we actually think they are. I,
1: I think Houston's definitely looking ahead and down the line. Um I don't think they have anything serious cooking up just yet. Um
0: I don't. I'm just saying the James Harden stuff continues to live,
1: and it, it just does. got
0: reaffirmed again this weekend. It, it
1: did, and I saw that too. Um, I don't know. I don't know if this. If you're in a Doku, like, yeah, you take you take a coaching job because you really weren't. You know, it's not really a guarantee that he was going to get back in the league after what we know. Happened, suspected happened, what we don't know happened, whatever was going on with it. Um, you know, there was thought that he, you know, there's possibility he may not even coach again. So I'm sure he, he when he found out that they are interested in him, he could jump right at that. Um, I don't know. It will be an interesting fit. I know the Rockets organization, I would say, is amongst one of the worst, if not the worst in the league. I would think so. We'll see if he can balance some of that out. See what they do in the draft. Um, so it's just an interesting fit right now for me, and I think it's it's kind of I I don't know what direction it could head.
0: Yeah, that's kind of sorry. That's kind of my issue with the situation with email. I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense. I think he has a very immature team there. I mean, is there talent? Yeah, I think we believe that there's talent in Houston but they have no real leaders and maybe May can kind of come in and be that guy but i think when there's a bad culture for a guy who kind of has a little um a kind of little hiccup in his past obviously like i don't think you just get suspended at for a year for doing nothing wrong he obviously did something bringing that into a kind of immature culture is concerning to me jimmy what are your thoughts on Eme Udoka joining the rockets
2: yeah i'm still willing to pay quite a bit of money to hear the actual story on what happened in Boston with him because um uh, it had to be something crazy. Um whether uh, I don't want to get into it but um you know you know for Steven Silas it's just kinda of weird. Um I mean it brings me to like a Lovey Smith type thing. Like this guy you want the team to tank and then the team tanks and gets a good draft pick and then you get rid of them and you think just because of this draft this year that you're going to become I don't know. Um I mean may obviously did a good job in uh Boston, but um we've we've see Boston this year and I mean they have a really good team. So I'm anxious to see if he can build build up um kind of from the ground with a bunch of young
0: guys. Yeah, and that's I mean Boston was sort of young when they got Ime, so you know, but they're not at that level. It'll be interesting to see what Jabari Smith can kind of get out of Ime Udoka or what Ime can get out of him. He's a piece that was selected at number three overall, Uh, I believe. There was talk that, or I believe, going into the draft, he was the favorite to go number one. Um, It's just going to be interesting to see how it plays out for the Houston Rockets. I don't think much changes. But let's roll into the playoffs, guys. Starting at the top, we got the Warriors, we got the Kings. It was a 2-0 series lead, I believe, the last time we talked. Jamie, we are right back to 2-2 with a chance that we may not even see De'Aaron Fox in Game 5. Is this series officially over?
2: Um, I don't... It's tough to say because I don't necessarily know the severity of his injury yet, um... Even if he misses game five, um, these games, they've been pretty much, I mean, besides game three, where the Warriors kind of put it on them, they've been close. Um, even last night, Harrison Barnes was uh, a shot away from taking it home. Um, but I mean, this series has been exactly what we thought it would be, pretty much. It's the Kings take care of business at home, and then the Warriors come back, take care of business, and... Um, the saying is, uh playoff series doesn't start until um, a team wins on the road, and we'll see. Whatever team wins first on the road is probably going to take it.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, I said that this was going to be over in six. The last time we talked, Warriors down 2-0. Now this, and this is kind of just what you expect. Now this is the first time that this King's team, this Kings team is facing adversity in the playoffs um for the first time ever together they don't really know that they're able to trust each other yet this these are the moments that the Warriors live for and now the unfortunate part could this could be without De'Aaron Fox or a hurt De'Aaron Fox obviously I wish he was fully healthy and I think it would just make for better basketball but knowing that he's hurt this series is over Mike uh I said it in six before like I still feel confident in that what are your thoughts on this series
1: yeah, um, I don't know. You, you expected the Warriors, obviously, to bounce back and win these games at home. Uh, obviously, they did that, although the Kings played them tough, especially last game. Um, you know, and respect for them, because they're not just, like, folding, especially with an inexperienced team in the ro- uh, on the road in the playoffs. Uh, but I think you just gave a little bit, you left that door open a little too much for the Warriors. Um These two wins at home, I think, just gave them enough uh, air in the lungs to kind of uh, push through these last few games. If there's no Fox, I still expect the Kings really to play them tight and close, but I just don't see if if there's no Fox for next game. That, as any win and any game is in the playoffs, is a must-win, but if the Warriors were to drop this one, uh, that would... to me, just scream volumes at how bad the Warriors are on, on the road. So, I, I think this is now their their time to strike. And if they get this game, yeah, I, I think their writing's on the wall, especially if Fox is implying.
0: You think so? Hold on. You think the Kings could win
1: Mm-mm. a
0: playoff game without their thirty-one and a half point score, which no one else averages over twenty? Um, their guy who leads them in assists at seven. No one averages more than four point five. Uh, you think they could win a game against the Warriors? I don't care what gym we're playing in, in that situation. I, I didn't say that at all. So no,
1: I just said I think they still play them tight. I think the Warriors should win, but I, Warriors are also trash on the road. So um, no, I, I don't huh. think the the Kings would win, but I would expect the Kings to battle.
0: Yeah, okay, I'm just making sure, because I no, don't, no, yeah, no, there's, no. there's absolutely no shot, I mean, and Sabonis yeah, I mean maybe they make it a game, too. but there's no way, it would be, yeah, Sabonis has been, I mean, it's just a tough match for him, like, I, we knew that was, this was going to be a tough series for him, we know that this is going to be a tough series for the Kings, um, but I, it's just the way it goes, um, I don't know, the, the De'Aaron Fox thing's unfortunate, because he's clearly been, he has a case to be the best player in this series, uh, for right now. I'm not saying, like, legacy-wise or anything like that, but as of today, like, he's played step-for-step step with Stephen Curry.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, and like, but like I and like I just said, Sabonis has not matched the level of where you expect him, and that that's made the difference in those last two games to
0: me. Um, yeah, the 15 and 12, uh, it's just not going to cut it. And Draymond Green, man, he's been phenomenal. He had those two big back-to-back blocks. It's just, this guy, man, he's still a huge part of what they do, Jamie. What do you do you have any more thoughts here on this series?
2: Yeah, I mean for Draymond's <clears throat> excuse me, for Draymond's sake, um, you know, good on you for agreeing to, you know, come off the bench and still bring uh a lot of energy. I mean he only, he shot the ball fourteen times, which I don't know if he shot that much in <laughs> years.
0: Um, but I think that was so planned. Like the way they got him into the game, they got him a couple easy layups and a wide open three. Like it was just clearly game plan for him to get uh some good looks.
2: Yeah, they they do a lot of dribble handoffs and then, you know, all of a sudden he'll fake one and then get a wide open layup. He seems to do that a lot. Um but I mean defensively, uh Draymond held the Kings to five of fifteen when he was the primary defender, so he's doing he did his job well. Um you know, the Warriors really didn't play great in my opinion but um a lot of blunders late in the game but you know a win is a win in the playoffs so this is where we are
0: yeah and Harrison Barnes is absolutely doo-doo in the playoffs too uh he's not helping the the Kings at all in these situations he can't shoot in the playoffs that is kind of continued um him and Sabonis are just huge negatives for them and That's two starters that they've had all year. So that's kind of where the Warriors have attacked. And, you know, they've let, you know, Harrison Barnes kind of shoot. He hasn't shot it well. He's shooting 42% from the field, uh, just 25% from three. Any other points here before we move on? Good. Okay. Let's roll into Lakers-Grizzlies, Jamie, where Dylan Brooks is a villain because of us.
2: Villain Brooks. but. Villain <laughs> Brooks.
0: Villain Brooks because of us. Like all that. because of the media. Nothing beat that he did, Jamie. All because of the media. Go ahead. What's your thought? This man's soft as
2: Charmin to not talk to the media after the game. And then, not only that, to... Then talk to the media before shoot around or at shoot around and blame the media. Like they're the ones that cooked up this concoction of calling out, you know, one of the best players to ever do it saying you need to give me 40. Um, listen, <laughs> the guy's ass. Um, I don't want to keep talking about Dylan Brooks. Um, talk about AD. AD's the man. He did what he needed to do. Um, go figure if A.D. plays well, the Lakers win. It seems like a pretty simple scenario for me.
0: Well, but this is the thing, though, Jamie, is the Lakers make things difficult. They were up 35-6 to 6 in the first quarter, and then all of a sudden we're down to a 10-point game in the fourth quarter. Like, I, this shit needs to end. Like, yeah, okay, you get by Memphis with it, go play Golden State or go play the Kings where they're going to have the foot on the gas the entire time. These little things with the Lakers, I mean, it's kind of, obviously them being a ch- title teams already like a wild card as it is, but these like these little things hurt them. Like they had this, Mike said it last episode, they have a unique ability to make things just way harder on themselves. And yeah, Jaw had 22 and he was absolutely phenomenal. That's like more points than he had all series to that point almost. Not nearly, like obviously not really, because he had 22 before that in that game, but I don't know that's my concern for the Lakers is when are we just going to put one together? Like when are we just going to put our foot on our opponent's throat and show like we can be this team? Like, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah. Um, that's what It's they say. Basketball is a simple game. And to put it simply here is the Lakers just need to play a complete game. Start to finish. Um, no, I mean, it's basketball is going to be a game of runs, obviously, but it's you would think one of these times it's going to bite them and a game that they should win, they end up losing, and you can't have that in the playoffs. Uh, I think they do go out there. I think LeBron and AD have enough leadership to, you know, recognize that this game is a, you know, we need to go out and get this one. Um, we don't want to give them any sort of, uh, I don't know, what I want to say, any more momentum to shift the series. So they just they have to go out and get it done, plain and simple. They they need AD to show up, and LeBron, off us, have a good game. I, I don't know if you can rely on... It's good when Austin Reeves has a good game here. Uh, D'Lo hits some shots here and there, like all that. The role players, is Rui. But when push comes to shove, I don't know if you want to be relying on them so much to... Uh, you know, get things done always. I think you got to go out and kind of take this one by into your own hands. And as far as Dylan Brooks, my only thing will be the only thing that I'll say is, and I think I heard it on some coverage, is that Dylan Brooks is he plays the scenario of if he goes out and he's, he's talking all this to LeBron, like you're gonna shut him down, whatever it may be. And LeBron goes out there and has a bad game, then Dylan Brooks looks like the man. If LeBron goes out there and has a great game and you know goes off. Oh well, it's LeBron James. He's supposed to. So he's in a, the complete perfect position for where what he wants to say. And so uh, anybody who knows basketball and and you know can recognize this for what it is shouldn't really pay it much
0: mind. But that's what the trolls do, though. Like that's that's kind of part of the game. Like that's part of this new young age, in my opinion. Like something that we didn't necessarily grow up with, but like there are way more trolls than I, we have ever seen And Obviously we weren't necessarily 10 or 11 years old with social media right in the palm of our hands quite literally. But, um, it's just kind of weird. Like the, the role that fans have these days and like, like, yeah, there's fans like that. Just want to sit back and talk about it and enjoy it. But then you got these people, man, that they're in the DMS all the time. And like, who cares? But, you know, some of these people are just seeing all this different stuff. And Dylan Brooks is uh, Dylan Brooks. is Dylan Brooks. Like, I don't understand why he's trying to say he, we're villainizing him. It is what it is. Well, he's got to own is it. He
2: who he is. He's got to own it, right? Stop hiding away from me. You can't speak. And then just all of a sudden exactly. <laughs> disappear. Like, bro, own your shit. I, I have more respect. Was that?
0: Wasn't there a um, – there was, like, an NBA play, player survey floating around, and I believe I saw, like, the the opinion on the Grizzlies are, like, annoying, and then the explanation was because when they are winning, they'll talk, but when they're losing, they go dead silent. And right now they're losing. So, he has. of course, he has nothing to say. He got ejected. He clearly hits LeBron in the groin. I don't understand, like, why, like, a swipe, like, that's what – he said, "I guess um, it is what it is." Lakers get it done tonight, Jamie.
2: Um, yeah, I, uh, I think they get it done. Um, just a quick little awful stat for the Grizzlies: Jaw, Bain, and Dylan Brooks are combined negative forty-five plus-minus this series. So, um, I'm hoping for more of the same. And you know, LeBron really didn't played that great I mean he shot 50% he had his assists. he had 25 or around there like he just did his thing and that's all we need from LeBron it's not LeBron LeBron we're, we know what we're going to get from LeBron it's those other pieces that need to step up
0: Mike Lakers get it done tonight
2: think they have to
1: yeah
0: it's going to uh, it's going to be a good game. All these games in the series have been pretty good. Obviously, the Lakers got a big in the last one, but I still watched that game. It was good. I think the Grizzlies got it right back down to like under twenty, kind of right away, and it kind of sat there for a while. Made the run at the end, but um, again, Rucci or Rucci, geez, Rui, um had another big game, and he's been phenomenal. Been the third best player for the Lakers in the series. Um, In my opinion, obviously just the offense he's provided, they needed that third guy, and so far it's been him, a guy I don't think we expected it from. So that deal looks better already. Do we have any final comments about this series? Good on my end. Nine points and a quarter. Prouds to the Lakers defense. (sighs) Well, nine points and a quarter will make a lot of sense for the Cavs' Mm.
2: offense
0: as they are sitting in a 3-1 deficit because their guards went to Madison Square Garden and the lights just appeared to be too bright. Darius Garland, 4 for 21 in game three. Donovan Mitchell, 4 for 17, I believe. I I couldn't take it anymore yesterday, fellas. Uh, I'm tired of watching the Cavs be out-rebounded. I'm tired of watching the Cavs be out-coached. People can tell me that it's not the coaching Uh, I watched game two. I watched the Cavs put it on the Knicks. They were trapping Brunson. They were getting defensive rebounds, and they haven't done that since. That's why they're in a 3-1 hole. To me, that is on coaching. Uh, There's a lot of people saying, a lot of whispers that JB is just trying to correct. He's trying to make the adjustment before he needs to, and uh, he's not just letting it go. Um, I don't know, fellas. It's uh it's tough as a Cavs fan. I do think this series ends up back at MSG, and then what happens there is up in the air. But um, pretty damn frustrating. Frustrating as a Cavs fan. What are your thoughts, Mike?
1: Yeah, you, I mean you said a couple factors, whether you know what you want to chalk it up to, but when push comes to shove, I mean the Knicks are just playing like the better team, and I'm not even saying that they are the better team. In as a whole. Um, no, they're
0: absolutely the better team. Well, They've we been were, the most dominant team in this series for three games.
1: For yeah, we wouldn't we have said that before this series, we might have had a different, and I think we all had probably a different argument to that. But, yeah, uh, but, that's,
0: but, but sometimes we're just wrong, right? Like, we're and just we, wrong. We are the Knicks wrong. are way yeah. better than the Cats.
1: Um. Brunson's playing like he's done this, you know, several times over as the number one option. Uh, you know, obviously that's not the case, but he has had some playoff experience. Um, when you get to the the input you have with R.J. Barrett, the the Knicks just look that much better. Uh, of course, you want Julius Randle to perform at a high level too, but if he has an off game or a, like a mid game, and R.J. Barrett's able to give you a lot of positive production, then yeah, of There's
0: course, so much better when. RJ Barrett's the second option. So? Last, yeah, he's he's got two to shoot well. Kirby, Julius Randle stinks. I think, Julius, yeah. and he's going to torture us. And like, I, listen, I I I'm completely <laughs> come to terms that this series is over. with. But Julius Randle stinks. And like, if Knicks fans can't see that he has held them back in this series, I don't understand because he has been he's he, he's been just as bad as these cat stars.
1: Yeah, he hasn't. You're right; it hasn't been good. I think that's kind of what we've been saying since the start. Is he needs to be efficient and consistent, and he's been consistently inefficient. Um, that's why. So that's why when R.J. Barrett, if he's having a good game, then I mean, good good on the Knicks. But if both those guys are having off off night, then uh, that's a lot on Jalen Brunson's plate. And you're right, the Cavs. Some of their players just. Darius Garland last game is I know his second half is a lot better than his first half, but his first half he can't have I don't know whatever he had at he's shooting I don't know Do you have the numbers, Steve, or what he had at halftime, Darius Garland?
0: He uh, what he ended game three with?
1: No, his first
0: half. Oh, uh, yesterday he was over five.
1: Yeah, I mean, just can't happen in the playoffs. So that's I'll leave I'll leave I'll leave that series mostly to your input because you've been watching it closely, but. The Knicks just look pretty decent right now, I will say that.
0: No, I my bad. I was just trying to find jo, Julius Randle's stats for the series. He has He's averaging 14.8 on 32% from the field, 25.8 from three, and 64% from the line. Um, obviously, RJ doesn't necessarily play as well as he has been, but when he's been playing this well, even with a bad Julius, they've been able to uh, take care of their business. Jamie, what are your thoughts on the series?
2: Yeah, a few things. Um, One, I mean, it just, I got to give the Knicks Knicks some props here. They've just been, you said it, they've been the better team um, pretty much from game one. Um, I mean, it shows that how good they are just because, I mean, Julius Randle hasn't done a damn thing and they're still up 3-1 in this series. Um, Donovan Mitchell, where the hell are you? Um, You know, A lot can be said maybe about the coaching, but, I mean, I'm going to put a lot of this on Donovan Mitchell because he is going to be an all-NBA first-teamer this year, more than likely. And he hasn't, I mean, game one, he almost brought him back from, I mean, he put the team on his back. And since then, he's like, he's not even out there. Um, So, I don't know. There's a lot of things... uh, Brunson, Josh Hart looks absolutely phenomenal. Like there's times where Josh Hart looks like the best player on the floor, with Mitchell, Garland, and Brunson out there. He's just—I mean—he wants the ball more than anybody else. Uh, Transition—he's a monster. Um, but yeah, to me, it all comes down to rebounding, and the Knicks have dominated on the boards, and, um, and that brings you down three-one uh, in the series real
0: quick. Yeah. I mean Josh Hart Josh Hart has been freaking awesome on the offensive glass. You you talked about it. Um Dibbs has just kinda of had his way with J B. Donovan Mitchell does need to be better. The Cavs gave up a lot for Donovan Mitchell to uh lay an egg at MSG where he's from. This is kinda of where he wanted to go. Um for him to be laying these eggs is not the time for it. But uh hopefully I mean you never know you win a game on you win the you win game 5 at home you go to MSG and you find somehow you win a game there and Cleveland's done it before Mike Cleveland has done it before shout out to the warrior fans um mm. but do they have a chance to do it again this time?
1: Uh, no I I don't believe so and that's not, not yeah, I don't either I just
0: I just don't They're think
1: they can well.
2: play much worse offensively. Nick. Literally, I do not that's think the they news. can play the good any news. worse. <laughs> that is the good. News. <laughs> I think there's even Evan Mobley. Yeah, I mean, there's nobody that's shooting the ball well. I, nobody. I mean, Mobley's he's uh, he's been okay. He's bad. just, I mean, eight shots. Give me more than eight shots, man. And, I mean, that's a lot on Garland and Mitchell, too. You've got to get them involved. But there's no way Jared Allen should have more shot
0: attempts than Evan Mobley. I just hate when the Cavs won big in Game 2 after Okoro got two fouls in the first three minutes. They went to Karras off the bench. Karras had a huge game. And then Game 3, they started Karras. To me, it just doesn't make sense. Let Karras be the guy off the bench. The bench needs firepower. You have nothing when you move Okoro to the bench. He doesn't provide you offense, so put him on the floor with the guys who actually score the damn ball. You make that one little overcorrection, and now you let it happen now twice. Karras has been decent, but, like, you need that production with the guys who can't score, and it's the offense. They were the first team that just, uh, to not even make it to 80 points. It's just been frustrating. Like Jamie said, it, it can't be worse on offense. And it's a credit to the Knicks. It's you know MSG was lit up. It was it was hopping. I was pissed. I didn't enjoy it, but so many other Knicks fans did. Any final comments on this uh, series?
1: On to the next one, sir.
0: There... All right, we have our first and only sweep. The Seventy Sixers take out the Nets. Um, Joel Embiid. Nick Claxton had a little uh, tension in Game 3. Joel Embiid is now hurt with a sprained knee, so this rest could be really good for the 76ers. Um, Mike, or Jamie, we'll start with you. What are your thoughts on the series with the 76ers and the Nets?
2: I mean, to be completely honest, not much. Um, You know, not really much of a surprise although I thought the Nets could maybe squeak one or two out um it really hasn't been you know much of a series at all there might have been one one decent game in there but um I don't think at any point I was like oh the Sixers might lose this game I mean even the one when Harden got hurt um they brought it back with I want to say like four minutes left and it was like all right this is a wrap um but yeah Joel um was it a his PCL a partial tear in his PCL or something like that?
0: I thought he just had a sprained knee.
2: Dr. J. Uh, yeah, oh, here we go. The uh, it's, yeah, sprained something in his knee. I don't know if it's like PCL or MCL or some shit like that. But, um, yeah, hopefully, I mean, for the Sixers' sake, hopefully Atlanta can snag one from Boston. Uh, I don't see it happening. But um, to give him a little more rest, uh, it's not good. Without Joel Embiid, it is not good.
0: You say that, but Joel Embiid wasn't really good for the 76ers in the series, and yet they still sweat the Brooklyn Nets. Obviously, we know the situation Brooklyn is in, but for them to still sweat, Joel Embiid got thrown out in a game. Uh or not Joel Embiid. James Harden got thrown out in a game. Joel Embiid missed game four, and they're still able to find all this production out of Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris. Paul Reed was phenomenal for them in the couple games where, or in the game, Joel missed. Mike, what are your thoughts on the 76ers sweeping the Nets?
1: I'm kind of with Jamie here. I would have expected maybe a game or two. I think I, I think I said Philly in, in six. Um, but... Yeah, they went out and did what they had to. We said it. the Nets really are just a combination of role players. Um, Mikael Bridges is acting like a number one, and he's not a number one. I guess he's in the role of a number one, I should say, and he's not a number one. Um, But I think this series spoke a lot, and kind of um, just the Nets leading up to this point spoke a lot about Mikael Bridges as a player. You're right, though, Steve. Joel Embiid didn't have a great series. Uh, I'll chuck some of that maybe up to Nick Claxton, but um, Tyrese Maxey did step up big time when he needed to, and I think that's something that the... I think the 76ers are probably more impressed with the fact that Maxey stepped up rather than their concern that Joel Embiid didn't have a great series. I think you know Maxey outweighs the concern of Embiid. And I don't know how injured he is, Um The extra time, the sweep, you're right, could play actually a pretty pivotal role if he is pretty injured. That gives them a few extra days to uh, get him some rest that he will need in the likely event that Boston goes ahead and closes their series out. So um, not much overall. Uh, Philly went out and did what they needed to uh, on a a road or on a run that they're trying to go deep in the playoffs. So looking on to the next one.
0: Does Do you feel better about Philly being a title contender now than you did before this series started? Um, a little bit, but it's...
1: They played well, so a little bit, but I think it's also my thought of that you may be facing... Uh, maybe Giannis isn't 100%. Um, so... Okay. That plays into a little bit for me. Boston pretty much has done kind of what I expected them to do. So, I don't know. I'm about the same. I, st- I still think they're they're capable of it. It's just they have a tough run.
0: Jamie, do you feel better about the 76ers being a title team after this first series?
2: Um, no, because Joel Embiid's hurt. If he was fully healthy, hell yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's the issue.
2: They played really good. I mean, collectively. It wasn't like a two-man show. Um, they played really Can good. Can
0: Tyreek Maxey be the second best player on a championship winning team? Let me ask you that.
2: Hmm. Um, not this one. I feel like James Harden has to be the second best player. Um, overall, I think Maxey needs to be that second scorer. But, I mean, Harden's got to put his hands all over the game. I think as far as taking care of the ball, getting Joel Embiid
0: looks, getting Tobias Harris looks, Maxie as well. Yeah, Maxi definitely needs to be their second best scorer, but yeah, Harden definitely needs to be the second best player. But I'm like, do you think like there's a point in his career though that he will be able to be like the second best player in the championship? Like, do you think he could be that good in the NBA, Tyrese Maxi? I mean, <laughs> the jump we've seen like two
2: years ago, the kid's still young as hell. So, I mean, yeah, I think he can be eventually, um, as long as he keeps growing. Um, I mean, he's still not that great of a shooter um, from the outside, but when he gets in that lane, man, he's got that... The floater game is on point. Um, Just weird angles all the time. He's going to be a real problem for a while.
0: Yeah, he's he's been so good for them in the playoffs. Um, Just quick... Celtics Seventy Sixers predictions here, Mike. I'll start with you.
1: Right now? Oh man! Um, <laughs> just
0: like okay, hold on. Just a loose prediction, okay? Like let, we'll uh, we'll be loose. Uh, off the top, but
1: <laughs> I'm gonna play like super safe here. Series goes to six or seven games. Uh, this is. Am I assuming Embiid's like healthy?
0: Yeah. Let's just say we get <laughs> Embiid playing in seven games at like seventy-five to eighty percent at
1: minimum. Oh man, I think if he's only seventy five or eighty, yeah. Uh, I bet a
0: lot of guys are not like probably like eighty five or ninety. Think yeah. so. To point. Yeah, I think guys. I bet you guys. Yeah, guys are tired. You're banged up. Like you are kind of
2: at the. Um,
1: I ha- I don't want to, but I I have to lean Celtics. I I don't, I don't want to. I'd like to go with the seventy
0: sixers, but. See, I think I lean the Sixers right now. Uh, no, not, I... I, 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 I kind of have that lean because Maxie's been that good. Yeah, I don't... It's going to be a lot tougher for you, him with Jalen Brown guarding him, but...
1: Harden needs... I think a lot of things have to go right for the 76ers, and that's not saying they have to play out of their minds, but like you like you need Maxi to have a good game. You need James Harden to get his averages, if not a little more, and, of course, uh, Embiid, too.
0: Yeah, I, I, think guess, I guess James
1: Harden. makes the same argument if, for the
0: Celtics. If Harden plays good basketball, I think this is extremely doable. I think that's just the hardest part to bet on. James Harden in a big series uh, playing good basketball. So I'm kind of really haven't saw in some time, Jimmy. What are you, who do you take in that? Yeah,
2: with Marcus Smart guarding him, too. Which... Um, that's for for me, I'm going to lean the Celtics just because of the ascension of the Time Lord himself. Uh He's been playing really good. He's been healthy. Uh, granted, he's not playing against you know uh, Joel and Embiid caliber guy um, on the Hawks, but I just think the Celtics have too many too many wing options. I mean, Derek White has been yeah. absolutely phenomenal. Uh, he's been a, as good as Maxi, um,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: on both ends. So um, I I want to lean towards the Celtics, but I think it'd be a battle. Um, but like you said, if if Joel is not healthy, I don't, you know, it's it's it'd be a shame, for sure.
0: If Joel is not healthy, this would be the third or fourth straight postseason where he got injured, and if he's going to get an MVP this year, like it start time for this spell to start winning. Like he, when you start winning MVPs, you deserve some criticism. That's what Nicole Jokic is getting this year. That's what Joel Embiid needs to start getting. Third straight playoffs injured. Um, you you can only get so many of those. I know injuries are fluky, um, but when it's four, five, six years every every year in a row.
2: Trust the process. Anthony man. Davis
0: isn't even that bad. AD, oh. hey, at least AD gives you one every four yeah, years. You ain't lying. Joel well, hasn't given me that yet.
1: Should um, um, should Embiid face like any backlash here if he loses next round?
0: Uh, yeah, this is. What, I mean,
1: because yeah. I, I think he should. Because I think we'd be quick to judge other players, um, like if they lost, and at the caliber of what we uh, he plays at and what we hold him as in the league.
0: We criticize. If the further you go, the more criticism you get when you lose. I mean, that's that. I don't know how that's a thing, but that's a thing.
2: Giannis got his criticism. Uh, Jokic has gotten his. Um, Jokic ain't proved the damn. No, Joel's gonna...
1: more than Embiid, though. Has he? MVPs and uh, conference. Uh, we made this argument the uh, a few weeks ago. Conference uh, finals and more MVPs.
2: He has made a conference finals, but
1: he's been healthy. With
0: Bubble Jamal Murray. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, well
1: but let's not helps. start playing that
0: game. What game? Bubble Jamal Murray? Yeah, you, do, do you know what Jamal Murray was shooting in the bubble? I can pull up the numbers real quick because those we numbers, could, he, we was could go every
1: he was shooting performance.
0: Right, but that's my point though. Like, like the, that Jamal Murray was kind of like.
2: Yeah, but you can't like criticize like, Joe
0: and ain't getting that kind of help. What do you mean Maxie's been? No, oh, I'm not him. They just swept. They're the only team to sleep. That's, <laughs> yeah. uh, we got to see. We got. We need to see what they're role
1: players. Come
0: on, they should. We need to see. I think the biggest critique on them was the series. Were they the ones who lost to the Hawks? Mm,
2: yeah, because Ben Simmons. That was when his fucking yeah. debacle underneath the rim.
0: Yeah, that this oh. that's my Joel Embiid knock right now. If they lose to the Celtics, okay, but next year would have to be the year where they got something done, or there's got to be like huge critique at Joel Embiid. But we can't critique. We can't like critique, um, Embiid, and not critique Jokic. Jokic has two champs, they're two MVPs, and he's only been to one conference finals.
1: I would argue Embiid's had better teams. Oh. Front to front to back or top down. Hmm. I mean, I feel like well, the thing
0: is, is he's never played with someone like James Harden. I give you that. I guess,
1: yeah. I that, guess. Like,
0: James Harden's the huge swing piece here because, okay, if we take James Harden out of it, like, yeah, he's played with Jimmy Butler and Al Horford. Like, Nicole Jokic has had the same teammates. Joel beat has a new superstar every two years because the superstar gets hit. He's played,
1: he's, played with better, whole... he's played with better talent. How about that?
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Okay, um, I'm good with that. Yeah. He's,
0: I mean, no, Jok- Jokic is done some crazy things. I completely understand that. I'm just saying, you're the one seed now. You got back-to-back back MVPs. Like you got to start winning. Like you got to start winning at an right. NBA levels. finally. Like you have higher expectations than Joel because Joel only doesn't even have the MVP. Yet.
1: That's fair. I agree with that. Yes.
0: So that's why I think we have to give Joel one more year because we gave Jokic two more years after his two MVPs. Um. But okay, 76ers. Nets, We're good here. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Yeah. I, the one that we didn't think would take long.
1: Yeah, I, and, but it's not good not though. Bad.
0: It's the the seventy sixers. Um, I think there's a lot of good things to talk about. They swept the Brooklyn Nets. Not many people thought that would happen. Um, and with the circumstances, I think they deserve their flowers in the series. They might have had the most impressive first round in some opinions. In my, I think. Uh, Bucks Heat though, I think the Bucks are playing with their food, and I would love to see the Bucks lose tonight. I. Two one Miami, they sat Giannis for an extra day's worth of rest. Uh, I hope I hope the Bucks regret that. I really do because that was load management. And if we're gonna hate on the Clippers for it, we gotta hate on the Bucks for it too. Uh, Mike, your thoughts? No, no, no. You're good. Your thoughts on uh, the series? Uh, I mean, so I get. I'm. If
1: I weren't so high on the Bucks and like, rooting for them and a big fan of Giannis and they weren't my prediction to get to the finals, I think I'd be in a very similar boat as you, where it's like, yeah, if you guys are just thinking you can walk right through the rest of the series, have Giannis come in, and it's going to be you know, cake, then that's a, a dangerous game to play, especially with uh, Jimmy Dog and him Butler playing. Um, I don't know. Yeah, this this one's a little too... A little too shaky right now. If, if I'm a Bucks fan, um, I don't know. You, you it, Giannis does have the green light to play tonight, correct?
0: Yes, he is available. He, he is, is definitely fine. Yep.
1: So he better be getting his minute. This has like this is a must win clearly for them. So he, if he's sore, if he's not 100 percent and he's not at risk of doing something that's going to end his career, then I, you're playing him as much as he needs to to win this game. I don't care if he's hurt. He's got to play through it. Again, to to an extent.
0: Oh man! If just imagine the drama if Milwaukee's down three uh, one in the NBA tomorrow, Jamie. I think it would be a very fun storyline because I think the Bucs would still be capable of coming back and winning the series. Um, but with these two teams having history, I think I think it'd be one hell of a headline, Jamie. What are your thoughts? Um.
2: Yeah, I believe that Giannis, his average against the Heat is, like, under 20 points per game, like, in his career. So I don't know what the hell the Heat do if his Spolstra just being an absolute um, mastermind or if Jimmy and Bam give him issues. I don't know what it is. I haven't watched closely enough, but um, he seems to struggle against the Heat, and he definitely struggles when he doesn't play. Um, I just I don't understand how you get through you get to where we are in the playoffs and instead of taking care of business in four games or five games, you wanna prolong this shit and then play six or seven instead. Well, yeah, Giannis may be only playing four, but the rest of the team is playing a full series, so like I if I'm the Bucks, I'm playing Giannis until he can't walk anymore. Like, we gotta get this shit done and then you can rest after. I don't I'm I'm so sick of the Kawhi, Giannis, like, this shit is just annoying to me. This isn't what we grew up on watching.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go that far with Giannis yet. He does miss some time. Um, But it's definitely concerning. Um, But, like, the rest thing, you don't really get rest in a six-game series. And this game's at minimum going six games. Um, So the rest theory is gone. I don't understand. Like you as a one seed you gotta come in and take care of business. I understand he probably could have played in a couple of these games. Well if he probably could have played in a couple of these games, let's get this over with. Rest after when you actually get That's what I'm saying. <laughs> now you don't get that. Like I it's I don't know, man. It's uh the quiet thing. We're gonna get into that. I have a I gotta ask a major question in that, but bus Heat, I think we know the writing is on the wall of how this is going to end, but I think tonight would be a lot of fun if we get a huge curveball and Miami protects home.
1: I really do. And going in three, going back home three-one uh, is about best-case scenario given the situation for the Bucks. I, I would think it, it would be very different for a three-one going to
0: Miami. Yeah, of course, because they would still if, have. That's I mean, what I mean. They facing could still elimination. Yeah. yeah. Um it would be a lot of fun. Uh I think that's like the storyline here that makes it fun. I don't know how else this series ends fun because it really just feels like we get three Bucks wins in a row now and the series is over. And that's kind of disrespectful to how Miami has been playing and I think we all understand that. But the reality of the situation is is Giannis is arguably the best player in the world and will obviously elevate the Bucs and what he has around him past this Miami team. Any other things we want to talk about here in this series?
2: No. Nope.
0: All right, let's roll into Suns Clippers. Mike, you kind of mentioned this, and I want to ask you, are the Clippers shutting Kawhi down just to make sure he's healthy for next season? That can't can't be a thing, right? Because it kind of makes sense. Like, we see Kawhi be this top five player in the world. Again after the stretch. We know they're not getting Paul George back. They could have got news that Paul George is probably gonna miss another couple weeks, so it means the next round. Why not just shut him down now? Like that can't be a thing, right?
1: Steve, I think that's what's going on. I, I really do. I that can't I re- be a thing. I really think that they've reached a point where they're like, If we can't exhaust Kawhi to the point of where he's getting hurt now that he's not a hundred percent, we see the writing on the wall for this series. Let's let you know. Let's come back, get him next year, boys. Run it back. Uh, like that's that's what I think the Clippers are doing. That's why I'm like, I, yeah. Don't you you hate it? I I think it's terrible. Uh, I don't know because they had, they had clearly had Phoenix that first game. I, I bet you people. I bet you Phoenix was uh, taking a, a side eye of like what might be going on here. But no, nope. I think they're going to get let off the hook. I think they're going to win the series. I don't think Kawhi's going to play.
0: The 2024 playoffs are roughly 365 days from now. You're telling me that Kawhi and Paul George, one of them is not going to get hurt in that one-year stretch. Oh. It's mind-boggling. What the hell are we doing? We're just shutting them down these days?
1: Maybe I'm way wrong. I,
0: hey, I, that's why I present the question. I don't know. I haven't figured this out. I just tell myself it can't be that easy, Jamie. What do you think? Are there... The Clippers shutting down to be healthy to start next year. I I don't know, man. I'm
2: why why do you need to get shut down when you've been shut down for half your career? I the the issue. I don't really. I'm I don't really want to get into the Kawhi shit just because I'm so sick of it. I just want to give props to Russell Westbrook, and you guys can go about your day. Um, this man is balling out. And it's all for nothing because the two best players on the team are hurt.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. We didn't know how quad, or we sorry, we didn't know how Russell Westbrook would fit with these guys. Well he's the only damn one that's healthy anyway, so it's pretty good, uh with the rest of the team, Mike. Right?
1: Yeah, uh I I'm not gonna get it exactly. I wish I could find it, but did anybody see this stat or this image floating around about what Russell Westbrook has done. In his series versus what, like uh, uh, Vanderbilt D'Lo and whoever I forget who the other one was, Uh Beasley doing in in their series.
0: Yeah, Russ has been that good. Yeah,
1: and the other three combined is like not good right now. So it was just funny, but nah, Jamie's right. Russ deserves flowers, but I don't know. I I the Clippers are an enigma to me. Uh,
0: Devin Booker's open. He's had a really good Shucks. series. This is a 3, three one series for the Suns. They're going to cakewalk their way into the second round where um, the, Wolves, the Wolves stayed alive last night. Um, they got one. Ant had a big night. We'll kind of tie this in real quick because the Nuggets and the Suns are potentially playing each other here. Um, I feel like both of these series are over, guys. Do we think the Suns' Nuggets has potential to be a seven-game series or do we feel good about the Nuggets? Do we feel good about the Suns? Where would we kind of sit on that series? I'll start with you, Jim. I think it's going to be a hell
2: of a series. Um Nuggets have been the best team in the West pretty much all year. Um Devin Booker's leading the league in um playoff points. Uh and then KD's just kind of you can see him starting to ramp up game by game. But the Nuggets, man, don't do not sleep on the Nuggets. Last night, I mean, Jokic might have had the quietest forty point game I've ever seen in my life. Um while Aunt Edwards has ha given giving you like thirty five and it's exciting and flashy, step back, dunking on people. And then Jokic just lay up. Offensive board lay up. Uh, drop step lay up. Like <laughs> it's the most simple shit in the world but it it never ceases to not work and um, I think yeah, I think this game could go this that series could go 6 or 7, for sure.
0: Do you think the Nuggets could do it?
2: Um Yeah, I'll give them a shot.
0: You think I think the the way it definitely falls apart potentially for the Suns would be uh the just the minutes their starters are playing. I mean, it's 44 minutes a night for Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Not sure that's going to be sustainable, but I, we talked about it last episode. You really don't got a choice. So, Mike, what are your thoughts on a seven-game series with those two teams? And would you still stick with your finals prediction and with the Nuggets here?
1: Yeah, you you said it pretty much right there. Is I, I think I think there's more talent with the Suns, uh, but the 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 Nuggets may just have a better team. Con- right now, um, just kind of how they play together, and the minutes that Book and Durant have put in uh, is going to catch up with them sometime, Book is a young guy, I'll give him that, Durant's a little older, his game's pretty effortless, but also a guy who's been injured, so like, you wonder if some of this catches up with him eventually, uh, and especially with a long series, if it were to go seven games with the Nuggets. That's a lot That's a lot of minutes on the court for um, a second-round uh, matchup. And I'm kind of caught here because I know I changed my pick. To, I didn't change my pick, I guess, but when you asked me the updated ones, I went Suns, but I do still like the, the Nuggets. I, I really do. I think they can pull it off. It'll just be too. the Bucks that do it to me now. Watch I that. feel
0: better about the Nuggets than I did coming into the playoffs. I've made that known. Um, But I still feel good about them. And I kind of feel worse about the Suns than I did coming in. Um, These minutes, Chris Paul Paul has no shot of, you know, lasting this long. We see him fall apart. I think he's a huge piece to the operation because if you kind of lose those minutes from that kind of caliber of player, I'm not really sure who they're going to be looking at to get that back. I mean, campaign in some aspect, but um, campaign has... Good runs, but he also has some pretty bad runs. Um, but yeah, I think I think the, the Nuggets I feel a lot better about than I did coming in. Any other final points here on either one of these series?
2: Yeah, Chris Paul last night, thirty-eight minutes, or uh, not last night, um, last game, um, thirty-eight minutes. But he was a plus twenty-two, so that's the best. He's really good, best on the team. Um, Eight of seventeen. But I he cannot just keep up with that the thirty eight minute pace. That's just not it's just not tangible. It's not gonna happen. And we've seen him fall apart playing less minutes than that. So we'll see. The like Mike said, I think talent wise as far as like the Suns are top heavy with talent and Denver is just deep. Very deep. The
0: good news about Chris Paul's minutes will be, they have Kevin Durant, so he necessarily won't be the alpha. Where they, I mean, I'm not saying he was the alpha next to Devin Booker, but I think when you had to, when you really wanted to run plays, Devin Booker's playmaking has ta- taken the step up that it needed to, but when they wanted to really run a play, they would use Chris Paul. Um, so now that he's not necessarily just the primary guy that brings it up and does, that sets everything up, gets everything flowing, uh, now that Kevin Durant's taken on some of that, I think that'll be beneficial for Chris Paul's minutes in some aspects. But again, 38 is probably just too much. Mike, any final comments on any of, either of these series? Uh, whew, not really.
1: Um, it'd be an interesting matchup if the do face. So we'll see what happens.
0: Oh, uh, they're both gonna face. We know these <laughs> other dudes. We know both. I, both I don't want to say over. anything just yet. But all right. I respect it. Final series of the night, guys. Hawks Celtics Deontay Murray suspended for Game Five. Mike, what were your thoughts on the incident with Deontay Murray? Just why? Um, right. Immaturity. Just like why. The yeah. Same old Hawks. Immature. The same old immature Hawks. Yeah, uh,
1: that's really kind of what it comes down to. Why? I mean, you're gonna you're losing that game. You're gonna go down three-one here. Like, is that? Is that to show something to the crowd? To something, show people you still got. Man some...
0: said, "I ain't going to Boston. Have fun, fellas." <laughs>
1: yeah, I guess so. What's good in Atlanta? You know. Um, yeah, that's all I got. That that series is going to be done and over with. Murray, I, I don't know what you're really doing. Uh, Trey Young seems you to play a little Trae better, young? playing a little better, but. Mm-hmm. I mean we could Stats if he had five more games in this series, do you would you expect him to be consistent with that? Or what?
0: Sorry, what? Oh uh five more games?
1: No. I'm just no, you no, know, bad. like he he might have another good game and then he'd have like yeah two in more a row bad. that are bad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No. Trey Young, his value it almost feels like it's gonna be like at an all time low here very soon. I don't know. I think like going into this summer, when his name comes up in trade packages, I don't think, I don't think teams are going to offer what a lot of people may think. Jamie, what are your thoughts on the whole Hawks Trey Young thing? I mean, quick, uh,
2: quick, quickly on Murray here. Um, I, if I was going to see that from somebody, I would think it'd be Trey Young. Um, I never saw DeJounte Murray act like that and wonder why cuz he had Greg Popovich as a coach. Um lack of leadership, lack of I mean you you wait to the end of the game to say something to the ref and not only do you say something you bump into him. It's just just stupid foolishness. Um yeah, they probably understand this series is over but have some have some class. It's just to me, um, Trey Young is actually playing well. I just think there's more than just. I mean, I don't know if this makes sense, but the stat thirty-five and fifteen is phenomenal. But I feel like those are kind of like um, like voodoo stats. I don't know how, if that makes any sense at all. Like empty, empty, calories. empty calories. Yeah, <laughs> eleven and twenty-six. I mean. Y- As good as he looks on the stat sheet, it does not show it on the court. And he stinks. It is what it is.
0: He stinks. I don't know. It's just a weird, weird trajectory with the Atlanta Hawks. You thought when they got Deontay Murray, things were going to be really good there, and now I kind of feel like I don't even know like what foundation they truly have. Um. Boston Celtics, all credit to them. I mean, Derek White, we, we can only keep trading his name up so much, but he's been absolutely incredible. Um,
2: Jalen Brown, I masked off. To... <laughs> yeah, finally. He
0: took it uh, off, and
2: then just started going to work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he's he been really good this series. Uh At times, been Boston's best player for most of the series. I know that's a little far-fetched, but he's been absolutely incredible. I just... Like what he can do. Um, I don't know. I don't have a lot here. The series feels over. I feel like we're about to go to Boston, especially with no Deontay Murray. Let's get it over with. Uh, this should have been a four-game series, but somehow they got one to make it five. Um, but it's over with, and I think the Hawks have a lot of interesting uh, questions going into the summer, especially around their superstar Trey Young. Um, Quinn Snyder just got hired. What's this? How does he want to kind of build this team? And uh, Obviously, with the Celtics, we're just going to be looking for them going forward. Uh, Big series with Philly. This is the prize you get for getting second in the East opposed to first. Um, It's going to be a much tougher series than either the Cavs or the Knicks against the Bucs, although the Bucs may be banged up. Um, Celtics are poised to make another run here at the uh, Eastern Conference Finals, potentially going back to the NBA Finals. Um, Any final comments on this series, guys? No, not really for me. I know we didn't really talk on it much. I think we're going to be talking about the Celtics an awful lot against Philly. I think it's going to be a long series, so we will save our voices for that. The second round is almost here, guys. Uh, it's going to be a lot better matchups. I think we're going to have three series that could go the distance. The way things are lining up, we could have Lakers-Warriors. We could have Suns-Nuggets. We could have uh, 76ers, Celtics, and then Bucks or Bucks Knicks probably.
2: Grizzlies, um, Kings. So
0: that could be a very fun second round. No Grizzlies. <laughs> yeah, Lakers, Lakers, Warriors, please. <laughs> yeah, please and thank Lakers you. Lakers, Warriors, please. Yep. That will be a that'll be a very entertaining series. That's the one I think I'm cheering for the most. But um, I don't really have anything else. If you guys don't have anything else, we can start to wrap this up. Jamie, I'll start with you.
2: Yes, sir. Just one last thing. Um, Rudy Gobert absolutely sucked.
1: Uh, <laughs> <man. laughs> Jokic oh. took him to the woodshed,
2: <laughs> and I mean, yeah. just oh, I can't say it live, but wow, that was an absolute ass kicking. Um, yeah,
0: appreciate defensive player of the year by oh Davey. my
2: god. Dude. Wow, come on, he won three straight. It's not like it was fucking <laughs> out of the blue. Um, but yeah, thanks guys for the um support. Um. Lakers are on tonight. Uh, Bucks about to start. I'm really excited to watch these games tonight, and uh, we'll see you soon. Michael. Yeah, uh, some good
1: games tonight. Um, Some of these series are coming to an end, so uh, things should keep heating up. Thank you all for the continued support. Uh, Steve, you may be going on a little trip, so we'll wait to
0: probably... Have our next pod after you get back, is that right? Yep. Uh next episode will be recorded probably next Sunday.
1: Alrighty. So we'll look to talk to you guys then.
0: Yep. Appreciate you, Mike. Appreciate you. Jamie for all that you guys do. Appreciate our listeners for the continued support. Um, we are about to head into the second round again. The the tight the matchups are getting tighter we're setting up for a very drama filled playoffs as every night we have a new storyline with someone getting hit in the groin somebody getting ejected someone getting suspended so can't wait to cover for you guys we are off for the week we'll be back again to twice a week starting next week but until then Thank you for listening to the Nothing But Net NBA podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Nothing But Net.